Sup, dog? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's uh what's up? <laughs> oh, you know. Wait, no. Oh my god. We have to stop this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so tired. Let me have a good time. Have a good time. Don't I fucking wish I could have a good time. Have a good time. Have a good time. But my brain is more powerful than all of your lies. Have a good time. Have a good time. Wouldn't that just be lovely if I could control my mind? Have a good time. Have a good time. But I'm falling into something that I can't define. Katie, Katie, can you hear me? I can hear you. It worked. My experiment worked. What's your experiment? I did it. I time traveled back to the beginning of 2020 to stop all the madness. I can't believe I pulled it off. (laughs) Oh my god. That's great news. Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy fuck. My god. No. Yeah. I'm going to take care of this. Don't even worry about it. Excellent. 2020 here we go 2020 here we go friends how are your holidays oh i can't i can i'm legally not allowed to talk about it oh if you know what happened in 2034 your brain would melt oh okay fair yeah <laughs> so what um what was your method of time travel was it time turner it wasn't. Uh, the ministry <laughs> allegedly destroyed all of those. I don't fucking buy it. Mm. But no, I had to go old uh, E equals MC squared on their asses and just uh, do some calculations. It, 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 I, you will not believe what you can do with the iPhone 26. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> there are 26 iPhones in 2034. <laughs> <laughs> Like I again, I legally can't answer that because, like, I could say, Katie, you could be shocked about the number of iPhones. What if I told you about the L phone? Huh? <laughs> L phone five. That doesn't mean anything to you, but it means the world to some people. Okay. Yeah. Is Elon Musk still the new richest person in the world? Who? Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, who's that again? The, the name sounds familiar. The Tesla guy. Nikola Tesla. No, no. <laughs> no, we know who that is. That's a real person. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Tesla didn't. Oh, so create... just like is he from Harry Potter? Did I mess this up? No, 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 no. You didn't mess anything up. Elon Musk is the creator of Tesla cars, which are what's a, a car? A oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Katie. For all of that, you missed. <laughs> You missed the main joke that I wanted to even go for. Oh, no. You were supposed to say, oh, it's 2021. And then I was going to be like, fuck, all that research. And I got it off by one year. <laughs> but instead, we went somewhere way different. I just I went with the flow. You know, you're supposed to say yes in improvising. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't set you up for victory. That's okay. How were your holidays? Mine were good. (laughs) Okay, great. So um, it is 2021. My holidays were fine. You know, mostly uneventful. And uh, it worked New Year's. So 
um it was weird though because it's one of the first years i've worked new year's and like not been working at midnight because we were only open till 10 so that was kind of a bizarre experience but you know fine uneventful nobody was crazy so that's good that's always lovely to hear yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, did you see, perhaps via the social medias, the what my Christmas present was? I don't think I did, actually. What was it? I got a backpack in which to carry Padfoot. <laughs> oh, my God. And it says his name on the back. I love it so much. Ooh, it is custom, baby. That's yeah. funny. So this summer, Does he like to ride in it? He has done okay so far. He hasn't ridden in it very far so far. Um, but this summer he's going to be on all the patios because I'm going to be able to take him everywhere. And what keep... about poor Luna? Oh, well, she's... Does she get like a rolling suitcase? <laughs> no, but that would be funny. <laughs> um, no, she just she does fine on a leash. But it is really, really hard to, like, train them both and manage them both when people walk by or other dogs walk by or whatever. So having ah. him on my back will make it much easier to, like, rein her in if <laughs> she tries to go nuts. So I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that was exciting. Did you get a gift that you're particularly excited about? I did. I got a. I got a new phone. I got that new iPhone, oh, baby. Oh, exciting! Very exciting. And I just finally this weekend got the case for it to come in. So, whew, that was a stressful week. <laughs> but you didn't drop it. No. Excellent. No. Yes. I. It's. It made it safe and sound into its case. Excellent. So I am delighted. <laughs> and how do you like it so far? Oh, I feel like I'm living in the future. You know, no no reference to my earlier joke. Just I'm like, ooh, hello. <laughs> like, it's, I had a, before this, I had a 7, an iPhone 7 Plus, oh. and it was old. Yeah. Um, And it was, oh, she had, she had her problems. But my least favorite thing was that the speakers were just blown. It's so, like, I could barely hear it. And now with this one, I feel like I'm like listening through a Bluetooth speaker. It's so loud. It's crazy. <laughs> Big ups to my parents. Yeah, big ups to the Johnstons. Well done, fam. Bootsy and JoJo, you guys crushed it. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, well, we're in another year. You know, we've already acknowledged this 2021, actually. So we'll move forward from that. Uh, <laughs> we're in another year of pandemic times. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, three months out from a year since the creation of the pod. And it feels like so much longer and <laughs> so much shorter. All, all, all at the same time. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, completely like, I feel do. like I've been doing this my whole life. But it's also like, hmm, didn't we just start this thing? Yeah. Actually, I feel that way about pretty much all of 2020 in general. I My conception of time, which was already like wonky to begin with. Like, my best, like, for sure, solid that I can give you is, like, pre and post 2001. And so, even now, I'm like, well, I have no idea when anything happened. Yeah. 
I could at least say this was before 2001 or after 2001. Now I'm like, who can never be sure? <laughs> it, it may have happened last week. I don't really know. Right. Ugh, that's wild. And no real, despite having uh, the vaccine, which the love of our lives, Jamie has had, by the way, officially. Um, My queen. V, v exciting. Um, but outside of having the vaccine, it seems like at the moment, there's still no end in sight to uh, the ban from indoor dining. So we continue to have that to look forward to in 2021, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, also, guys, welcome back to faking it in the new year. Um, yeah, just you follow you follow the Instagram, right? I know I run the Instagram, but you follow the Instagram, right? Yeah, I comment okay. on most of the posts. Sometimes it pops off. Have you noticed that? Every now and then, something really just hits different with the community. <laughs> like some, sometimes I have like 600 likes on them, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, You're like, yeah, what about it? We're at your thriving. Sometimes it pops off, and I love it. It's so fun. I love finding new serving memes. I'm the worst, but it's so funny. Anyway. Oh, they're great. Every time I see one, I send it over to Katie. Yep. I'm like, throw this in the pipeline. <laughs> She's like, oh, I've already got 80 fucking memes locked and loaded. But, it's but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll see what I can I'll do. I'll see what I can do. I do save a bunch of them. But anyway, yeah. So guys, check us out for that if you're interested in seeing funny serving memes. If you don't already follow us. But the 20 people who are going to listen to this probably already follow us. So that's fine. Hey, listen up, fuckos. <laughs> Following someone on Instagram is free. It doesn't cost you anything. True. <laughs> so true. Except maybe a few moments of time in which you will use to laugh at whatever we post kind of but what if we just talk about time what is time right true just hit the follow button no yeah (laughs) just do it just fucking follow us i'm tired of asking (laughs) just do it and on that note we will get to our guest for today which actually i'm really excited about this um and just i know i have already told you obviously who we're going to have uh-huh. on. Um, the, one of the baddest bitches to ever do it. <laughs> um, we're going to speak to one of my best friends, uh, Madison Parrington. Flying high from the sky down to the podcast. Indeed. Uh, very excited to talk to her. She, I asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast and she was like, I've never served tables before. And I was like, it's okay. We're going to... Neither has dress. Right. <laughs> And I was like, it's okay. We're going to talk about, you've lived, you lived in two different states during COVID time. So we're going to talk about your dining out experience. That's all. And she was like, okay. So um, she does have some limitations because, you know, she is in the military. She's in the Air Force. Um, so there, we can't touch on any of that stuff, which is fine. Um, but we'll talk about eating out and what that's like. And I can't wait to hear her 10 fun facts. <laughs> I bet I already know them all. But maybe not. It's always fun when you don't know them all. If she surprises you with one, that would surprise me. I can tell you that for free. All right. Well, I guess maybe we'll both be surprised. Let's find <laughs> out. Let's, let's find out. All right, guys, we'll be right back with Maddie. Tell you this while we're waiting for Maddie to join the call. 
Do you know what I did today that I haven't done in literally forever? What? I read, like, most of the day. <gasps> I read. Whoa, like, I used my little eyes great. to read a book. It was great. It really was. What did you read? I'm reading a book called Plain Bad Heroines by okay. Emily Danforth. Let me see if she's using that. Yeah, Emily M. Danforth. I can't remember if she used her middle initial or not. Oh, okay. oh somebody's here. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Maddie. Hello. I miss you guys so much. It's so good to hear your voices. Yeah, you too. What up, baby girl? <laughs> uh, not much. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, I will st- I will start just by clarifying that Maddie did mention that she's on call, so she has to step away for a moment to take a phone call, then we'll just take a pause and we'll come back. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> Fingers. You know, because she's smart and stuff. <laughs> Fingers super crossed that doesn't happen since I've been on call since Tuesday and haven't gotten a single call yet, so... Knock on wood. (laughs) Hopefully it won't happen (laughs) in this very short period of time. In this one hour of talking (laughs) after all of that. Well, uh, let's start with, I. did you prepare 10 facts for us? Uh, Yes, Katie. I always do my homework. I think you should remember that. (laughs) I do remember that. (laughs) Excellent. I'm so excited. Um, Jess and I are taking bets as to whether or not you will surprise one or the other or both of us. So Ooh. I can't wait to hear. But do, do I get to know is... do I get to know what your bets are? Well, I was just about to tell you. Absolutely. Okay. 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 <laughs> the the bet is that to surprise Katie, you just have to surprise her with a fact. Okay. Here's where it gets tricky. To Ooh. surprise me, you have to surprise Katie. Because you're probably going to have some facts that I don't know. Because you guys are attached with the hip. So I know that that goes deep. So I'm just like, there's, I'll probably be surprised. But if Kate is surprised, then I'm really surprised. You know, so Jess, you might think you only have one thing to do, but it's actually two. Jess, I think you put your money in the right place. I think you're right. If I can surprise Katie, that would shock me, actually. <laughs> Okay, so now it's a threefer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Katie, you got to be honest if you're surprised. All right, here we go. Okay, so <laughs> fact number one is my Hogwarts house. Um, oh, wait, Jess, do you want to guess yeah. this based on what you know about Maddie? I would assume Ravenclaw. Oh, what a beautiful assumption. Yes, uh, I am most certainly <laughs> a Ravenclaw. Um, the, I guess the, the interesting part the interesting part the older I get the more I identify with Hufflepuff though like Mm. like I know I'm a Ravenclaw at heart I'm a Ravenclaw body and soul I'm a Ravenclaw but there's this little piece of me that grows every year that's like Hufflepuff might be my home (laughs) all right happy to have you when you took when you took those quizzes did you ever like vacillate back and forth between two was there ever like a second house that was like oh maybe you're this Girl, I haven't taken those quizzes in like ten years. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, okay, it's been a so because I'm just saying, like, maybe, maybe if you had one of those fused oh. houses, it would be like Ravenpuff. Yeah, I think I would be a Ravenpuff if that was an option. Um, anyway, 
I actually one time <laughs> heard someone describe Hogwarts houses kind of like astrological signs where like you can have they are yeah we're but like where you can have like like your main sign but then you can have like I don't understand like how your rising, like your yeah. rise your sun sign and your rising sign and your moon sign yes. yeah all that somebody stuff. once told me that they were a Hufflepuff Slytherin rising and I was like oh <laughs> And that was like the first time I had ever heard that, and I was just in love with that. Right, like as it, a description. it hits hard. Actually, maybe I got yeah. that from your podcast because oh, and this is a, that might be true. This is a bonus fact. <laughs> it's not one of my fun facts, but um, this podcast was the first podcast I'd ever like voluntarily listened to in my life. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> bonus fact. Bonus that fact. Was a, that one was a surprise, but we won't count it because oh no, because it was a bonus fact. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus facts are non-admissible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, the judge they can't has be spoken. submitted as evidence. <laughs> okay, uh, I motion to allow them to be submitted, but uh, whatever. Um, we'll keep uh, that overruled. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so my second fact, and this one will not surprise Katie at all. Okay. <laughs> is that I am obsessed with cheese. Like any cheese, all cheese, love cheese, eat cheese would probably bathe in cheese (laughs) i'm like i'm there for it always um but i just feel like it's the most important fact about me so like i had to include it on this list okay all right the most important (laughs) i mean because like you never know when someone's gonna be like man i want to meet up with that maddie girl out in utah and um i guess i should offer her cheese if like i want to make that happen that's So my third fact, so I've never, um, I've never worked in the restaurant industry, as you guys both know. So I guess the, the closest I've ever come is that I worked at American Eagle when I was in college. Let me tell you, like, interacting with, like, the general public in that job was a little rough. So it, yeah. it really has just given me appreciation for, like, what you guys do on a daily basis, because... I could not hack it in that job, man. Like the second that I got approved for full time at my other job, I dropped that two weeks notice letter so fast. <laughs> oh, you wrote a letter for American <laughs> Eagle? I think I did. As I as I started with, I always do my homework. So That's true. That's so responsible though. I feel like American Eagle's probably so used to like college students being like, peace out. <laughs> oh yeah. And they're and maybe they're not, but restaurants certainly are. They already hated me too, because they'd be like, We have a mandatory meeting on blah 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 day. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm out of town for a rowing competition, so like I won't be here. And they're like, But it's mandatory. Bye. And I'm like, but I'm out of town. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Um, okay, so fact number four is the fact where I may or may not surprise Katie. Okay. I'm nervous. You guys ready? So yeah. I am ordained to perform weddings. I did know that. Ah, damn it. Okay. Um, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, so I have I have performed one wedding. It was for um, two of my friends from medical school, who uh, they got married up in Jackson, Wyoming, and it was beautiful and I have never been so nervous in my life I like rolled up to the venue was like I need a glass of wine like chugged this glass (laughs) of wine (laughs) and then I like blacked out like I don't even hardly remember marrying them but everyone afterwards was like oh you did such a good job it was such a beautiful ceremony and I'm like 
was I speaking English? Could you understand me? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't want to step on the toes of any of your facts, Mm -hmm. but you, didn't you do theater in high school or am I crazy? Sure did. Um, So, so. (laughs) The difference being, Jess, that this was real life. It wasn't a stage. <laughs> okay. No, I actually made that joke like the day of. I was like, I don't know why I'm so nervous. Like, I've definitely like been on stage before. But like, in hindsight, right? So like, I'm 30 now. And the last time I did a play was when I was like, what, 18 in high school. And, okay. and so I somehow recall when I was in high school, I was able to just like, sit down read a Shakespeare play a few times through and like memorize lines. And now I read like a two page, like wedding ceremony that I'm supposed to be officiating. And I'm like, Nope, no way in hell I could memorize all this. That's a lot of words. (laughs) It it doesn't track. I don't know how I lost that skill, but I did. I mean, there is something to be said about like practicing it. Like you're practicing the skill of memorizing. Yeah, that's fair. I guess I haven't, I just haven't had to memorize. Well, no, that's bullshit. I memorize stuff for work all the time, but well, then I don't it's know different. It's that's just what different. I'm saying. Your brain is too, too full. full. <laughs> I appreciate or perhaps it. perhaps that, yeah. Okay, so my... Yeah, we talked about that on the phone when last Sunday. <laughs> about my brain being too full? No, about you being ordained. Oh. <laughs> or like, oh, at least like... It was indirectly. We were talking about your friends that you had married. Oh. And then, so it was, yeah. So, yeah. I okay. Knew. So, in a, but I mean, I knew before. In that, addition also. to not being able to memorize stuff, apparently my short term memory is like gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So, uh, fact number five. So, this one is just kind of to- totally random. So, I. So I'm a psychiatrist. Like right now I'm a general psychiatrist, but I'm hoping to go into forensic psychiatry um, someday once I'm done with my current job. And so I have spent years being like very academically and professionally interested in a lot of aspects of forensic psychiatry, uh, which is a very broad field. But the part that that really interests me is doing sanity evaluations, which is um, when someone is charged with a crime um, and they are considering if they'd be eligible or not. And by they, I mean like their lawyer, whether or not they'd be eligible for an insanity defense. And so one aspect of forensic psychiatry that I'm fascinated with is doing those evaluations and, and determining whether or not someone meets the criteria for the insanity defense um, for their alleged crime. And what I never really pieced together is that the part of my brain that is into that would also really like true crime. And so it (laughs) wasn't until um, October 2020 that I realized I might like true crime and started, like, listening to a true crime (laughs) podcast. Oh, my God. I just (laughs) – yeah. I'm going to go ahead and shout out uh, the podcast Morbid because Ash and Elena are my spirit animals. Uh, not that you guys aren't, you guys are also definitely my spirit animals, but like, (laughs) it is kind of embarrassing to me that like, I've been so interested in like crime from like this very academic and professional perspective and like literally never realized that there was also like an entertainment perspective that I was just missing out on for decades. 
Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> uh so uh what is the what is the really popular one? For um, for true crime? For true crime podcasts. Oh um, god, this is dumb. My favorite yes. murder. So uh Jamie listens to that okay. one. Um and she got me it was really funny actually. She got me this mug for Christmas. Uh that says I, I'm gonna go get it out of out of cabinet because I don't know what it says but it's from this po- but I don't listen to this podcast but it's from this podcast she was like I knew that you would like it and it is the one of the most perfect things that I have ever owned it's so funny it says here's the thing on the side and then you turn it like to sip out of it and on the bottom it says fuck everyone <laughs> Um, and apparently that's a thing for that podcast. So I I have not I have not listened <laughs> have to that podcast, so I cannot verify. Um, the one Heard. the catchphrase from Morbid that everyone does is uh, "fresh air is for dead people," which Ooh. I which I both <laughs> okay. agree with in the context of the podcast and heartily disagree with in the context of I love to go hiking and that's not true. But also, <laughs> it is that makes you very not dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um yeah um there's also one that i heard of that's called solved where it's like you try to solve it before they finish the series i don't know that much more about it but it sounded cool and i recommended it to abby who also is a big fan of true crime also how was i friends with abby for like that long and like knew she loved true crime but like never got into it because of her like Dude, she is, like, the OG yeah. creepy ass. Like, when I used to go to her house in junior high, she had, like, a book of serial killers under her bed. Like, <laughs> she has loved true crime for I don't even know how yeah. long. And, and be- <laughs> before it was even Yeah, and before I met Abby, that was the one fact about her that you gave me. was So you're going to meet this girl, Abby. She goes to a different school. She's really awesome. Also, book of serial killers under her bed. Like, be prepared. <laughs> And I she still share that as like you. a fun fact about her. <laughs> Here we are, twenty years later, whatever it is. Yes, probably not twenty. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been quite that long. It's fine. It's all good. Um, yeah, sure. I'll be. I'll be thirty-eight. I guess that's that's okay. Because <laughs> um. <laughs> if you do that, I have to do that. <laughs> uh, Y'all old. Shut up, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, for my sixth fun fact, I decided to share that I have lived in six states, um, which doesn't sound that many, but like I moved back and forth between several of them a few times. So I calculated out how many times, like how many different houses or dormitories or whatever I've lived in. And it's 16. Yeah, yeah part of me is like, maybe that's not that high. And then the other part of me is like, well, that's um, less than two years on average at each place. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I've moved yeah. a decent amount. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So my next fact is. Uh, oh, wait, are you going to share? Oh, the oh shoot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so. It was Iowa, and then Wisconsin, and then Minnesota, Illinois, 
back to Minnesota, back to Iowa, Texas, and then Utah. Yeah, it was like Midwest strong. Yeah, you mean for like almost all of my life. For all, okay, and then in the last year or two years, three. I'm sorry, when did you Uh, move to Texas? Like five years ago, ish, four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then I realized I hated winter. Moved to Texas. Loved it, um, but then realized that what I really like is the mountains, and now I'm in Utah, and all is dun, well. Dun, dun. <laughs> so far, so, so far, far, so, so good. good. Um, okay, so my next fact is, like, I guess not really that interesting, but just a fact, which is that the most recent book I finished was The Crucible. Somehow, I made it, yeah, what? somehow I made it through, like, all of school and everything without ever having read the crucible i know wild um how did you like it it. the reason i read it was again because of morbid because they covered the salem witch trials and i was like well shoot i'm gonna read the crucible because i have this like old ass copy of my dad's from apparently his school encouraged him to read it (laughs) so um so i read the crucible and i was like man the salem witch trials were bonkers like what how did that happen right but like the play came out during like mccarthyism and the red scare and all of that stuff and so i was like man though but like that also bananas how did that happen um and then i watched the news on wednesday and i was like oh man <laughs> what? i'm so sorry it's not funny at all <laughs> But like, no, that was great. That had great comedic timing. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, not. It's. I agree. It's not. It's not a funny. It's not a funny fact, but it is just kind of one of those echo. Yeah, yeah, just like echoes of the past coming forward, and (laughs) um, but also the Crucible. Interesting. Definitely like. I wouldn't say 10 out of 10 recommend. It gets a little slow. So I'm going to say like 8 out of 10 recommend. But sure. like, not bad. Especially in today's political <laughs> climate. For sure. Some echoes of McCarthyism. Um, Some echoes. And so then that brings me to my eighth fact, which is also kind of a current events fact about me, um, which is that I have gotten uh, my first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. Um, I feel very privileged and lucky and everything to have been able to receive this. Um, I only had like a sense that I'd been aggressively punched in the arm for like two days. Um, so I definitely, it's like totally worth it. Definitely recommend everyone get their vaccine when they're eligible to get it. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there about the vaccines. So definitely talk to whoever to get like, you know, doctors, more informed news sources, whatever, to get like good information on it before you make your decision because it is super important. Yeah. Okay. Dope. Yeah. Sorry. I just had to put that PSA out there. I know this probably isn't the right platform, but. Oh my God, you're <laughs> fine. That's great. Um, we already mentioned that Jamie got hers last week, oh, too. Oh, good. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So then my ninth fact is um, something. So I'm, I'm a person who keeps my word, right? Like, like if I promise someone something, like, I'm going to do it. So back in the day, 
I had a certain physics teacher who made me promise that if I ever got famous, I'd be sure to give him a shout out. So, uh, Mr. Eric Potter, <laughs> I'm here to let you know, <laughs> this is probably the most famous I'm ever going to get. Um, and you made me who I am today. Thank you. Hey, Mr. Potter. I am certain that Mr. Potter listens to this, so. He better. <laughs> oh, I think I have him on Facebook. Yeah, I, I, I sure do, too. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that he, okay, this grown-ass man, do you know that this year is the first year that he voted in an election and he didn't even vote for a presidential candidate? He voted for himself. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> do I believe that as a fact? Like, yeah, but am I proud of it? No. Uh. <laughs> Come on, Eric Rudolph Potter. Did, did I? Is his middle name Rudolph? I don't know. 100% no, that's accurate. I'm pretty sure I made him show me his driver's license when we were in high school. <laughs> Yikes. Serial killer, Rod? <laughs> And you say you weren't interested in true crime as a... Um, yeah, I shouldn't really say anything because I definitely, like, everyone knows my middle name. So that's not really... I'm definitely a three-name yeah, person. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm screwed like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah. All right, but... We should clarify that her middle name is Roxanne for those, no, those Roxanne, listening that don't know. Katie, no. Come on! have a little mystery i had uh I, for also for listeners who don't know this i had a yorkie growing well i had jamie had a yorkie growing up whose name was madison when we got her so we called her madison roxanne and she was named after maddie i don't think that's accurate it is accurate <laughs> i'm pretty sure that dog's name was mittens um well just you're wrong because i distinctly remember terry legner while I was going madison dinner just yelling it up the stairs <laughs> and me <laughs> me walking downstairs because Katie was at work being like, hi, Mrs. Legner. <laughs> and she was like, oh, so sorry. I was calling the dogs. interesting fact is that to this day I have and still wear a pair of Converse high tops that were signed by both Katie and Jess that's right folks I have freaking autographed shoes from your podcast host (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Suck it, idiot! Okay, listeners. wait, 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 wait. What does it? Does it? One of them say what ho Horatio? Jess, didn't you write what ho Horatio on the shoe? 
I believe Lots she did. Um, I don't know and I believe she signed but... it. Not Jess. Not Jessie, as I called her back in the day. But JJ the jet plane. Yes. Oh, time for liftoff, Mom. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. That was about just that one, one of the many nicknames I tried to get going for myself that never worked. Because <laughs> you can't get them I'm going. I'm currently for trying yourself. to get everyone to call me Baby J, but nobody wants to call me Baby J. Listen, That's so frustrating. You can't make your own nicknames. You really That's can't. Work. But Katie, the problem is I make everybody's nicknames. It's what I do. Yeah, but you yeah. can't make your own. So who's going to make one for me? No one's going to. I tried to make. Oh. Do you guys remember I tried briefly to make my own nickname in high school? Um, Katie, it might have been before I even really hung out with you. Um, but I tried to go by Roxy mm-hmm. for a little while because my middle name was Roxanne. Did not work. Yeah, I don't Did not work. No. <laughs> Didn't, didn't Lyle Schallenberger probably? <laughs> Why do I vaguely remember that? I don't know, but I'd forgotten about Lyle Schallenberger <laughs> until this moment. You're welcome. <laughs> oh man, um, but I do. Oh, I Katie in, in traditional Katie fashion signed it in like the sweetest possible way. I'm pretty sure she just said like, "I love you so much. I'm gonna miss you." I, I'm pretty sure I had you guys sign them instead of like a yearbook. And oh, that's it was a good idea. just so sweet, Katie. You were just, I like, I still have that. And I'm like, oh. And then there's just what ho, Horatio. Did anybody write ad? <laughs> no. Because it wasn't an actual yearbook. I fucking, I wish I had known that that was the purpose of their shoes because I would have written tags for sure. Oh. For sure. But, does it, does that yeah, have, has a, it have a great summer. Have a great summer. I see. I think Katie, that probably, I, I, I don't know if it was a yearbook so much as like when you were moving. Which was. But I guess you moved right after. Yeah, simultaneously school. when I graduated, so. Okay, so, okay, did, never mind then. Did, um, did I ever tell you guys? So my brother moved back in Minnesota. He moved back into the same school district that he had left. Do you know what he told people okay. was the reason that he was gone for three years? No. Yeah, he oh told God. everyone he was Prison. in juvie. <laughs> and he refused to tell them for what. Finally, one of his friends had the cojones to ask my mom to say, like, hey, so I know Charlie was in juvie for the last three years, but he won't tell us what for. Like, what did he do? And I, like, I don't even know how my mom responded to that. <laughs> I think she just laughed. <laughs> Oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> Good on your brother. Oh, Way he, to commit. <laughs> he commits to everything. Do you know where he's at these days? Oh my god, please tell everyone. <laughs> so his friend, his like best friend from high school in Minnesota has a sister who owns like a bunch of land out in Oregon. And so my brother and his girlfriend have moved out to Oregon to live on this land they're currently actively building their own house out of like mud and twigs and like dirt and stuff and they're gonna just like I think the goal is to essentially start like a communal farm where they all like raise animals and like make products and all this stuff like together it is the most Charlie Parrington thing I have ever heard of in my life and he's (laughs) nailing it you should see photos of this stuff like they are so, like so strong in this like live off the land lifestyle it is inspiring and kind of like 
gross at the same time. Like, I'm like, how do you do it? How do you do it? <laughs> but no. It's wild. How big is his beard? You can, you can follow him on, yes. on Facebook. It is a Perry Ringle Project. Um, yes. So, you know. Yeah. And his, up and his beard is. Um, I would say large, but I think he still has that uh, can only really grow a neared situation going on. So it's it, <laughs> large and Amish looking all at once. <laughs> What's his girlfriend's Ringle? last name? Danielle Ringle. That checks out. <laughs> I was just yeah. guessing off the name. Yeah, oh, okay. that is... That is where the Perry Ringle project came from. Was a little mashup there. Yeah, How no, creative. but they are actually awesome and super inspiring. Oh, it right? does kind of look no, Amish. but they're like they're super inspiring. But it's also <laughs> just like I think it it like freaks me out in the fact that I know that I don't have the stamina for that, and so I like don't fully understand how people can do it. It is pretty wild. It is. I, uh, I, there was a period of time also where your brother was like pottery master. Yes. I still have some of the pieces he made me. They were really nice. If I remember, I mean, like he is like kind of zero to a hundred. Oh yeah. He is like for sure a jack of all trades. Oh yeah. Wild. Well, does that complete? All I believe of your it facts? does. Um, other than our debacle of me giving you a bonus fact that you didn't know, were you surprised by any of them? I mean, the crucible one, I guess, surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. So is that. Holy fuck! I'm so surprised. Me too. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> but yeah, I mean. That was, yeah, that was the only one. And that would just be because it was a more recent yeah. thing for you. Presumably. But also, would you have expected me to be reading that book at all at this point? Probably not, no. You you really took a leap. You said, I'm going to read something that is <laughs> educational. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Like, I don't, like, when I read books, I'm not, like, reading books oh, that yeah. I would have read for school. I'm like, what is going on in that video game world? Tell me more. I think I got to say, though, the most interesting book I read, and I think it was in 2020, was The Power by Naomi Alderman. That one blew me away. Did you guys read it? Ooh, right? That's a good oh, book. Blew yes. me away. Oh, I have Katie. Not read it. <laughs> it's okay. That bitch said, okay, come here, let me grab it. Second you. most surprising <laughs> fact of the night is that Jess and I have both read a book that Katie hasn't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Katie, nerd. You don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> Katie's never read never a book my whole in her life, life. I got through my whole English major <laughs> and playwriting masters without reading a single book. For tips, send me a message. I'll let you know how to do it. Sparknotes.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, PSA, if you don't follow sparknotes.com on Instagram, you are missing out. They are funniest. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and believe that. I'm going to say that the National Park Service is probably still better because they have the best Instagram I've ever seen. Like, (laughs) uh, just like 
they'll post these <laughs> beautiful pictures of like stuff happening in nature, but then they'll somehow pull out like a quote from like Parks and Rec or something super random. And just like the way it ties yeah, into the photo is like insane. Like it's so spot on that it like freaks me out a little bit. But it's like, that's oh funny. yeah, I'll but like genuinely, I... the most like the best part of most of my days is like sitting at work, being like tired and kind of like, okay, now I need to motivate myself, and then going on the National Park Service like Instagram and being like, there it is, that's the motivation I needed, and just it's so beautiful. <laughs> okay, yeah, I definitely need to check that out then. The Spark Notes one is just like memes, but they're very funny. That. also are you guys aware happy 2021 are you guys aware that the great gatsby is now public domain <laughs> and public yeah. domain <laughs> yeah we're aware <laughs> yes Obviously. i, heard, First I actually all. heard about second it on npr all, we both say that at the same time okay and so <laughs> second of all how do we feel about this like why public is that domain? a thing no, no, no. How I long know why public out. domain is a thing, but like, why is the Great Gatsby now? Because how long it's been out. Because it was published. Yeah, like so I think years things... ago. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, this doesn't have anything to do with. Eventually, the Harry Potter is going to be in the public domain, <laughs> and I'm going to fuck it up. Heard, heard. Oh fuck it up. my god, I can't what is wait. The it's something weird, like seventy something or eighty something. However long it's been since the Great Gatsby was published, just. Here, I'll look up. Shut is, up. I'll I look take it up. Jess is the Google master of this operation. <laughs> Not we don't really Google stuff that much. I only can just guess and leave it at that. But today we're googling. Wait, are you are you googling? Yeah, I think it's now? something. I, I think it's know. something yeah, awkward, like seventy nine years. Yeah. Like it's something very random. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> well, that would obviously be a jokester <laughs> writing law, like the. Like indeed, that's the that's, yeah. That's yeah. The just like the, liberal the jokesters who name genes. Like, why do we have a gene named Sonic Hedgehog? Nerds, nerds is why. That's why. Yep, that's fair. We have a gene sure named do, Sonic Jeff. Hedgehog. What I'm gonna be do? honest. I don't fully remember, laugh? but my best guess, and please don't uh, quote me on this, is that it has something to do with like neural tube development and differentiation of your like mesoderm and ectoderm and stuff but that's a guess i don't remember oh classic for sure <laughs> yeah for sure i'm only sort of good at science <laughs> only sort of only a psychiatrist no big deal <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean doctor but mean? i took those classes a long time ago <laughs> Okay, well, guys, PSA, don't go to Maddie for doctoral <laughs> Not needs. if they involve, like, very specific genetic things, no. Yes, for the psychiatry stuff that, I'm, that I specialized in. 95. Yes, oh, it's 95 years? <laughs> oh, that's not as odd as I thought. 95 the Great Gatsby is 95 years old? That makes old? sense. That's kind of... Yeah. Cause it would have come out I in the guess. 20s. Oh, that's true. It's the 26. Yeah, that's true. That blows my mind. Damn. I know. Yeah, gross. gross. So, okay, so have you guys seen that they're calling, well, I don't know who they is, but that they're calling for, like, a Muppets version of The Great no. Gatsby? No. Why? I, <coughs> I want the gay I version see a whole I want bunch the of memes Muppets about version. That. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I see a whole bunch of memes about that lately. And so, I guess the question I have for you guys 
is if not a Muppets version, what kind of version would you like to see next? Jess, I guess you already answered. Yep, I want the gay version. And everyone thinks that I want it to be Nick and Gatsby. No, no, no. I want the best friend Jordan to get her little Ooh. lesbian adventures in the city. <laughs> I don't know if I can top Jess's answer. Um, I guess I mean... just to go for what would it look like? <laughs> Sober Gatsby. <laughs> Ugh. Ooh. <laughs> like straight edge Gatsby. Like actually dealing with all of their emotions. No alcohol problems. the entire time. Can I tell you guys? So I I read the book, The Great Gatsby, um, and I for some reason remember very little of it. Like I remember uh long drives past a weird place, and I remember the girl mm-hmm. being really sweaty and powdering down her entire body. And those are the only two moments I remember. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure the weird place they're driving past you're thinking is Yeah. With the eye on it, for sure. Yeah, the, the eye optometrist film, yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And you're forgetting about the woman who gets absolutely fucking wrecked by their car. Yeah. yeah. But that's only funny in the movie. <laughs> the Robert Redford version. It's not version. funny. <laughs> yeah, no. It okay. is funny. <laughs> Watching I for somehow, like, for some reason, like, totally forgot almost all of the, the Great Gatsby after reading it. Oh, I think I do remember that he did kind of like a, like a Walden kind of situation where he wrote down, like, something about money. Like, a very detailed account of money. But other than that, no. It's. It's that and the lady powdering her whole body because she was sweaty and it was hot. <laughs> Damn, I loved the great. Gatsby. Why? You know, I want to read into that, but I, I also know I was going to say the same thing. But <laughs> it's a standout scene, y'all. Lumpy, <laughs> <laughs> this nonsense. So it's like, why did why didn't she break anyway. out her lady speed stick? I don't understand. <laughs> somebody tell these people about deodorant god they're dumb (laughs) anyway so (laughs) we are 38 minutes into this okay uh so maddie now on topic oh no you guys for the record i'm holding my remote like a microphone right now i don't know why I think that's wired into your DNA, Katie. I'm not worried about it. Okay, perhaps. Anyway, so on topic. So you have lived in in this past year. You were in Texas, and then you moved Correct. to Utah. So primarily what I want to ask is what your dining out experiences were in the different yeah. places. Um, Especially right. during COVID so- times. I think what what really Texas has going for it is the warmth. Like, so in Texas, when COVID hit, um, almost everywhere there has already has like a big patio, tons of outdoor dining space because people like like to drink their margaritas on the river walk, right? So being in Texas, like COVID definitely hurt a lot of businesses, but as someone who wanted to still have some opportunity to like eat out that kind of stuff. Um, 
safely, obviously, but the fact that everywhere has these like massive patios, I think made it really easy for them to be able to accommodate like, okay, we'll only do outdoor dining, um, you know, putting tables farther apart, everyone wearing masks, everything I think was just a lot easier Mm -hmm. down there. Um, Even to the point where um, a lot of the gay bars had huge outdoor areas. So like, you could still go to drag shows, like they would have, they would put the yeah, they would put the table six feet apart, you had to put on your mask if you wanted to go up and order a drink, whatever. But like, they still had, you know, the queens wearing their face shields, like you could still do the whole thing. Um, So I felt like life in Texas was impacted. But because it's so warm down there, like everything was still able to happen on like a different, different scale, different everything. But um, I think they, I think they, I was in, yeah, I was in San San Antonio. Antonio, Um, I think, and I didn't go to this, but I did read an article that even the strip clubs were still able to open. They turned it into, it was like a drive-through food experience so like you drive through by your wings but while you were going through the drive through they were still able to have people dancing um so that like even that experience was not entirely gone like it was still available in like a kind of a limited form so yeah it was I think people got very creative and and Texas lawmakers were very very quick to say um to kind of change a lot of the alcohol laws and say uh, normally, you know, if you wanted to get tacos to go, it was just tacos. You couldn't take like your beer or your margaritas or whatever, but Texas lawmakers were very, very quick to say, okay, as long as your alcohol is in like a taped up container or something like that, you can get, um, alcoholic beverages to go and you can only consume them at your house, obviously. But, um, but they were, they were very fast to say like, that's completely okay in order to allow, I think, businesses to still have the revenue that they were getting from their alcoholic beverages. Um, and, and of course, for patrons to still have, for you sure. know, it's weird to eat nachos and not have a margarita. I'm just throwing it out there. So <laughs> I think that was a very, there was just a lot there that, that was able to continue in a different way, but continue. Um, and contrasting that to Utah, you know, there's Utah still, obvi- obviously Utah has much stricter alcohol laws at baseline. Um, and so definitely there's no, you know, to go margaritas or anything like that up here. Um, and with it being colder, there's not as much patio space um, and outdoor dining and that kind of stuff. So I think things here are just very much more limited. Um, and so there's still like restaurants open and that kind of stuff, but it is very, you know, you have to kind of plan where you're going. There's only limited tables um, because they have to kind of space everyone out still. Um, That being said, I think, I think all across the country, there's places that are more and less adherent with some of the COVID guidelines. And so I've definitely run across places both in Texas and Utah that, don't necessarily take all the COVID guidelines into consideration. Um, and it is, it is a little bit like harder to know, like when you're picking where you want to eat or where you want to go grab a drink or something like that, like where is going to be safe from like a public health perspective versus not. And so that's always kind of a bit of a game to play to kind of see like, Oh, what's it going to be like in this new place? 
Yeah. Hmm. That's I really I will say it has made like this whole situation has made businessmen has made restaurant owners has made entrepreneurs like everybody has to get so creative to make mm-hmm. the ends meet ultimately. Um, and I do think it's been really fascinating. Like, I mean, I, I've talked a lot to people about the way it has affected the creation of art. Um, I have a friend who is a dance major and they just did a production that was like half filmed and half in person. And like, she thinks based on how it was produced and the different layers and elements that they had to go through that it might have been the best production that they've ever done um, at the U of I, which is kind of crazy to think about, you know, like we really are like pushing ourselves to be better in a lot of ways, but then there's things like drive through strip clubs, which I think is still very creative. Um, and I, I do think that Definitely the people creative, who were behind yeah. that were very much like, how can we keep, you know, our dancers employed? How can we continue to generate revenue for something that is a large industry? Um, it just takes a lot yeah. of flexibility and thinking outside the box on like new ways to get things done. Um, and I think that's true of just about every field uh, during this whole pandemic that, that there's all these new ideas coming out that I think will continue to shape the way that business is done for like generations to come. Yeah, for sure. Wild. Where was your best dine out experience in the last year? We'll say that's a fantastic question. (laughs) I feel like that it's so hard for me to kind of separate like the best food versus the best service versus like being out with like the group of people that I enjoy the most. Um, I think, Oh, I don't, this is too hard. You guys <laughs> best I know experience. In the last, what did you say in the last year? Okay. Well, we don't have to call it the best, but you can just pick one that okay. was really good. Um, you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to my mom's boyfriend for this then. Um, so for, <laughs> yay. So for, um, Christmas this year, um, my, so my mom's boyfriend, Tristan works, um, as a server at this like really kind of nice restaurant in this new boutique hotel in downtown Des Moines. And so he was stuck working Christmas day and he was doing like the, so he was working dinner for Christmas day and then coming back to do the brunch service um, on the 26th, the next morning. And so what my mom and I did is we got um, like a room in this hotel. Um, It's the Surety Hotel in Des Moines in case anyone's there. Um, And so we got a room there. It is, it was super nice. And we had a delightful dinner with Tristan as our server and we had all kinds of amazing, like a lot of seafood, which is strange for Des Moines, Iowa. But um, we had oysters and shrimp cocktail and um, I think beef tartare. 
it was just this really amazing dinner. And it was um, one of the first times that I had kind of a like nicer kind of like higher class kind of dining out experience in a long time during this pandemic. And so being able to a have the flexibility to be able to travel a little bit and, and do so as, as safely as possible. Um, and being able to see my mom and um, see Tristan, even if it was kind of in this like interesting situation of having him be our like server at dinner. Um, but it was just, it was nice. And the food was amazing. And I mean, the service was obviously excellent because it was Tristan. Um, everything, just everything about it was really good. So I was, I was really pleased with that experience. That's awesome. Yeah, fine fine dining is, you know, obviously expensive, so you don't get to do it. I mean, some people do it often, but it certainly isn't something that I do often. Um, but it is really it is really nice to yeah, like have someone take care really of you is. like that. And and I um I guess I am like kind of privileged enough to be someone who like I would go out for like kind of a nicer meal like semi regularly while I was in Texas. Um especially like we had this wine bar that I just loved and it was the, these amazing sommeliers and they didn't have like a full food menu, but they did like meats and cheeses and like bread, that kind of stuff with like just the nicest wines. And I used to do that somewhat regularly. And then when COVID hit, that was just like done. And so I, I like lost that experience of being able to just sit and have like a nice glass of wine and like a cool atmosphere. And so getting that back a little bit over Christmas was just really refreshing. Nice. Yep. I miss wine bars. There used to be wine bars here too. (laughs) I do like wine. I always gravitate towards beer, but I do like wine. I think they just put me... Anyway. Are you legally allowed to say (laughs) that as the host of Whiskey Wednesday? (laughs) I mean, I think people know. Like, We compare the the notes in the whiskey to wine and to beer and they're barrel aged and this that and the other thing like I think it's okay only time will tell hope you don't lose your job <laughs> and don't fire me <laughs> and fire oh, I would be the worst podcast guest ever mm. if I accidentally got you fired no let's let's not go with that <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I, it's not I, I'm not gonna get fired it's fine <laughs> Uh, Vaughn and Doug will kick me off the team before I get fired, so it's fine. And they're not <laughs> going to do that. So, um, let's see. I should say, Jess, do you have any questions for Maddie? Yeah, I have a statement for you. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? There you go. <laughs> No, I do have a question because you were talking about it earlier and I work for a company sure. that's based out of Utah. So I work with like a lot of people that live there. Um, how is it kind of, because a lot, I, woohoo, seven <laughs> okay. time. Correct. You're based out of Provo and you're in Salt Lake, right? And so is Salt Lake uh, like a little a less Mormon yes. than Provo? Um, right. I mean, it's okay. the big city, um, right? Like it's a little more. Provo's decent size, yeah. I mean, it's no Salt Lake. Salt Lake is definitely the biggest. And um, actually, when I was 
Googling which neighborhood I should live in, right? Because I was, I was moving here during COVID, so I couldn't really come out and, like, house hunt. So I just had to kind of, like, Google what different neighborhoods were like and then kind of, like, street view my way around and see, like, which neighborhood I wanted to live in. Um, so I'm kind of downtown right now, but I'm not too far from this neighborhood called The Avenues. And I think the, the like, Wikipedia entry on The Avenues is that it's the Democratic stronghold for the state of Utah. So... So according to oh, Wikipedia, I live uh, in a slightly less Mormon area. If if we're going to take that leap and say that religion and political party might correlate. Dude, he got... All I can say is Mitt Romney. <laughs> he, I, you know, I feel bad for him. He got just food <laughs> on a flight, like a flight from Salt Lake City to Washington, um, like last week he was flying back to do the certification of the electoral college stuff. And apparently everyone on the flight just started like booing him and saying that like he was ruining the country and all this stuff. And I just got to say like the vast majority of our elected officials do actually somewhat care about their job and try to do it mostly right. Um, putting a lot of mosts in there, right? Like <laughs> some who don't, but um I don't think Mitt Romney deserved that. Like, <laughs> do I agree with him on basically nothing, right? Like, is he someone that I want to be, like, friends with? Probably not. But, like, do I think that he actually kind of goes to work and, like, tries to do what he thinks is right? Like, mostly I do. So I feel like he doesn't deserve to walk onto an airplane and get, like, booed and chanted mean things at. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Uh... I'm just... Okay. Um, <laughs> no, not to take away from that. A, I didn't know that happened. B, as far as I know, in terms of Republicans, Mitt Romney has been one of the more vocal ones. About, like, <laughs> I, I think he has been. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, <laughs> I don't know he's getting booed on a plane. Lastly... And you're going to think I'm being silly, but I'm not cycling back to my question. Have you ever had an instance where you like went, or you know what, never fucking mind, because you've only been during COVID times. Never mind. I'll shut up. I'll say this. I'll say what (laughs) I was going to say. Because some of the people that I've talked to that live there have had like instances where they want to like go to brunch, but they have to drive crazy far if they want like a mimosa at brunch. Because nowhere serves. So that's not a huge difference. So, like so in the state services. of Texas, on Sundays, <laughs> yeah. they don't serve alcohol until noon. Um, so, like, a lot of brunch places just open at, like, noon. Um, and then here, I, it's both Saturday and Sunday. I want to say it's 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Um, so, yeah, if you want to go to brunch, like, you got to go to, like, a later brunch if you want to have, a like, a boozy brunch, um, which for me – waking up to be at brunch before 11 a.m. is also not something that's really in my cards. So, <laughs> right. So, like, I'm not too put <laughs> off by that brunch. <laughs> um, I think the, the weirder one for people who are not from Utah is that you can only buy alcohol at state-run liquor stores. And so there are not very many of those in the state. So unless you are lucky and live in a city like I do, um, trying to figure out where you can go to buy alcohol is hard. Um, They do sell 
they do sell beer in grocery stores and gas stations now, and they just increased it so that like it used to be that you can only buy 4.2% alcohol or lower, but they just increased it to 5%. So you can buy White Claw in the grocery store now, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so Progress. that is. Utah has a lot of, but so on the one hand, yes, they have a lot of kind of like restrictive alcohol laws here, but on the other hand, you cannot price gouge on alcohol. So I was here maybe like eight years ago and I wanted to buy like Pappy Van Winkle, which is this very fancy bourbon, right? And I was able to get that, which goes for hundreds of dollars for like a single shot of it or whatever in some states. Yeah, we had it at Saints for a while. It was a hundred dollars for a shot. I'm, I'm yeah, probably. It's yeah, probably it's very that, expensive, honestly, but, but you're not allowed to price gouge on alcohol here. So I think a shot of it was like twenty something dollars, and so yeah, so I was able to have some of that, and it was no way. Delicious. Ten out of ten recommend. Um, so so yeah, in Utah. So like with the good comes the bad, or with the bad comes the good, I guess. Um, so it's just. Everything here is a little bit different, but we have beautiful mountains, excellent skiing, five national parks. Uh, I guess I'm doing a commercial for Utah now. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, LiveUtah.com. Yeah. Mostly I'm convincing Taste myself. Salt Lake. <laughs> um, there is, I think, one of my favorite things. There is a, um, a vodka distillery not far from me. Uh, and they decided to kind of like stick with the theme of the state. And so their name is Five Wives. <laughs> oh That's funny. my God. I'm going to have to let Anne know about that. Um, I have a bottle of it at my house, but I've never tasted it. So I can't um, give you a rating on it, but I will get back to you. Ooh, let will me know. What I you will. Have. I'm curious if it's good. What a delightful Maddie, what question. State did you primarily grow up? I in? guess um, Minnesota, <laughs> right? I spent the most years of my childhood in Minnesota. Minnesota is also where I spent the most consecutive years of my life. So I would have to say Minnesota. Um, but since I graduated from high school with you guys in Illinois. I do feel like Illinois was like a big part of my like my growing up and like where I kind of formed into myself. When you were um, in Minnesota, in, no, I was in the, the Minneapolis suburbs. I was in the like Chaska Chanhassen area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's it's because okay. of how I'm pronouncing certain words. I'll tell it? you why I'm asking. Um. <laughs> can Not, I? It, it wasn't. It didn't even if cross I can say, um, <laughs> So I was not that bad with the accent for a very long time, um, until for some reason when I started listening to Morbid, I think it's Elena pronounces her like house and out and that and about and that kind of stuff like a little bit more. <laughs> And they're like in Massachusetts, so I don't even know why she pronounces it that way. But it apparently caught my ear a little bit, and I've been 
like my Minnesotan accent just like popped back out. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I packed away that accent. I believe it was Katie. Was it Mrs. West or Mrs. East? Who did we have for English? (laughs) (laughs) East. Okay. Um, Um, (laughs) The cardinal direction. (laughs) Uh, So so I just remember being in her (laughs) English class. Um, and they asked me to like stand up and introduce myself, right? Because I just moved to the school district over the summer. And she'd said, and tell us something that you, you know, like to do. And little Minnesotan Maddie was sitting there like, well, over the summers, we take the boat out on the lake and go fishing uh, and sometimes just sit on the beach. <laughs> and everyone laughed at me. <laughs> and right. <laughs> Oh, and as I do right that now. was when I was I like, oh, um, I need to put away that drop dead gorgeous freaking accent and start speaking like an Illinois person. <laughs> yep. That nice flat Midwestern <laughs> accent. It feels more authentic. Uh, I'm glad it's back. I appreciate it. I had yeah, just never heard absolutely. it before. Like, because you ditched it by the time I knew you in high school. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember <laughs> you standing up and. You were probably that, just reading Harry Potter. Like, I you know. don't remember that, but that's. <laughs> I was just in the corner. <laughs> I fucking the corner, like, This bitch goes, on, goes to the boat on the weekends. I'm sitting here. I'm just gonna read this book again. Excuse me. Bye. <laughs> I wonder if it's anything like the boat that the Germstrang <laughs> students arrived in in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> It feels about it feels about right for Katie's reaction, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, no, I got you, you good. You really, really, you really did. <laughs> and I like leaned my head back to laugh, and I hit Padfoot's head because he's laying on the couch behind me. No, no. <laughs> Put him in his backpack. He'll be safe, safe there. Oh, it's okay, Pad. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I think those are all of the restaurant-related <sighs> questions that I had. Uh, so I know it took us a while to get there, and then we've kind of like come in a roundabout way. But uh, we learned so we much. Really along and the truly way, did, and. <laughs> We learned about Texas and Oregon, <laughs> or Oregon and Utah, and all these fun little states in and between. I guess you already, Maddie, you already kind of did this um, when you shouted um, so out. So he's Tell at again, what the, the Mulberry Street is. Tavern, which is at the Surety Hotel in Des Moines, Iowa. Perfect. And then I wanted to ask if there was anywhere else that you feel like you've come across that has been doing a really good job that you want to shout out maybe uh in salt lake city so my favorite i'm going to shout out where i get lunch um it's called 808 wild tuna okay gonna be honest it's not a place that you'd normally think to go right because it's um it's a poke bowl sushi burrito place that's in a gas station i (laughs) 
Yeah. And what? yes, they, they have won. So like <laughs> That's an uphill battle. <laughs> um, like they do this spicy ahi tuna like poke bowl situation that is so good. And it takes all of my willpower not to eat it for lunch every day at work. But um like I don't know how they do it. It is just it is delicious and convenient and fast and like more power to them for serving some of the best raw tuna I've ever eaten out of a gas station. Yeah. What? Hell yeah. All right, guys, you heard it here <laughs> first. If you go to Salt Lake City, this is the place to go. Wild tuna. <laughs> 808 wild fish? 808 wild tuna. Excuse me. 808 wild tuna. I don't know Sushi if burritos. they're on the socials, I'm going to look them up on <laughs> Yeah, it's a small little stand kind of in a gas station Ooh, they're underground. So. All right. <laughs> I may have mentioned that. Um, can't recall. Can't recall. <laughs> yeah, you may have mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the other... Let me just remind you, it's in a gas station. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have mm-hmm. a really stupid question. This, <laughs> so oh, it's eight oh eight wild tuna. Utah. Where is it? <laughs> no, it's so no, it's no, like no, no. no so I'm it's so like sorry. there's like the, like so it's kind of like one of those gas like stations that have like commercial? other stuff in it. Um, like there's like a yeah, so it's yeah, like it's a <laughs> a gas station. Is that what you said? <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Um, the other oh, restaurant that I will shout out that is like a little bit more about. typical is called Bessel Kitchen. Huh. Um, and they have a couple of locations kind of around Salt Lake City um, and the surrounding area. And they have been keeping me a little bit more healthy. They do um, like I get like their hummus and um, couscous. I don't know. Delicious stuff like that. Uh, they also have a poke bowl that's really good. <laughs> but um they've been they've been doing a really good job of of also being able to kind of serve slightly healthier food um during the pandemic kind of in a safe way um there is a place that i'm excited to check out that i haven't been to yet i think it's called spilled milk but i don't remember for sure i've only driven past it and it's a new um cereal and ice cream bar and i like your girl loves some cereal but I don't Ooh. like to buy like a whole box because I don't want to eat cereal like every day. So I'm really excited for the idea of being able to go and like order cereal as like a one-time meal. Can't wait. Interesting. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you I know what? I should yeah. I should like also shout out my favorite server in Utah. Um, Especially in Utah. So Bambi from Gracie's in Salt Lake City. If you're listening. Thank you for dealing with my drunk ass on more than one occasion. I hope you enjoyed the glow sticks we gave you last time. And I will be back with my light up shoes. Don't worry. Excellent. <laughs> uh, it was a party for my friends. And the theme was uh, get lit. And so, yeah, so we went there. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh hell! I yeah. mean, that sounds like a great theme. So, 
Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> on that you. note, Maddie, thank you so much for joining us. I think that I can safely <laughs> speak for both um, of us when I say we had a blast. Yeah, I'll think about <laughs> you running down when you thought it was dinner time for quite some time. Um, bring me thank you guys so much for having days. me on um i know okay. i'm not kind of your usual guest but it has been amazing to get to kind of talk to you and talk about some of my experiences during the pandemic so thank you yeah absolutely i sure will right, well Maddie, you guys have too. a lovely evening i and... did not get called hey and um, you didn't get called oh, in. Hey, yeah. i'm gonna knock on wood one more time <laughs> hell yeah heck yes one more time yep uh you're gonna have a peaceful <laughs> evening on that note uh listeners what hi great... hello what a great start to the year we boom 2021 <laughs> That was a great start to the year. And she's right. She's not our typical guest, but we got to catch up. We got to talk about high school. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. I had fun. Some people are already writing 2021 off because of what a hellish week it has already been. (laughs) I'll give it a little bit more of a chance than that, people. Yeah. And... This episode this doesn't count as like 2021 help. behavior. This was instigated back in November. That's true. You're right. It's That's just like I'm it's like a, it's like it. a hangover from 2020. A really terrible nightmare. Just haven't, haven't gotten out of yet. Uh, we got to get some Pedialyte. <laughs> some more sleep. Fucking coconut water. Greasy ass food. I don't know. Not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So what's our uh are we are we gonna end as strong as we started? Do you have a good joke for me? Hold on. I'm my audio is a little glitchy. What'd you say? Oh, I said, are we gonna end as strongly as we started? Do you have a good joke for me? I do. Yeah, my dad actually brought up this is an old classic. He texted me about it earlier this Ooh, week. Excellent. Um yeah, did you hear about that rule or really I guess that law about laughing in Hawaii? No. <laughs> no. They don't allow any giggles. It's only a low ha. <laughs> Zing, baby. Well done, dad. <laughs> Well done. No, you hold. You shut your mouth. Don't give him credit. He texted me and he said, "What's that joke where the punchline is aloha?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I got you." <laughs> okay. Well, at least thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll, we'll give, give him that, him that much. much. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> you guys, thank you for listening. With that, idiot. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Okay. You guys, thank you for listening to our first episode of 2021. Uh, if you don't yeah, already, be sure to follow us on the socials. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. It's at Faking It Pod. There's some underscores in there, but if you just search Faking It Pod, you'll find us. 
write us a review, give us a rating, recommend us to your friends, etc., etc. We would like to give a huge shout out to the incredible team behind our theme song, uh, uh, which is by MK Nova, recording courtesy of Humbly G and instrumental courtesy of origami oh my god i haven't said it in two weeks i almost lost it <laughs> that was yeah you got it though you pulled it through there at the end we need to just record that so i can just like tack it on at the end of episodes like most podcasts right? <laughs> anyway uh on that note you guys thanks to them thanks to you love you guys yeah and uh wash your hands still wear your mask and uh we're still looking for the day when y'all can eat normally at restaurants again it'll happen it'll happen eventually all right. Love, love Bye. everyone. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Have a good time. Don't I fucking wish I could have a good time. Have a good time. Have a good time. But my brain is more powerful than all of your lies. Have a good time. Have a good time. Wouldn't that just be lovely if I could control my mind? Have a good time.